You're listening to an audio sermon from Hope Bible Church Kelowna. For more information about our church, please visit hopekelowna.ca. I grew up with God, and yet I haven't truly known him for most of my life. I was raised in a Christian home, baptized as a baby, brought up in a Reformed church, taught many solid doctrines, and even did my profession of faith before the congregation when I was 16. But there was no joy in it for me, no relationship. It was a fear-based, generally resentful, and often rebellious kind of servitude. Some big character traits were missing from my view of God, which left me with an angry, judgmental, faraway Lord who I believed I couldn't feel, couldn't love, and could not trust. Because how could a perfect, righteous God want anything to do with me anyways? As a teenager, I would have generally been described as bubbly and easygoing. Though if you asked my family, they would likely describe me as goofy, loud, and never shuts up. I tried to make sure to keep up the appearance of happiness on the outside, but inside was a cloud of anger, hurt, and self-pity. I surrounded myself with a lot of broken and toxic people, as one of the only ways I felt useful was taking on their pain or helping them in whatever way I could. I allowed myself to be mistreated and taken advantage of, sometimes taking a strange sort of satisfaction in the hurt. The lower I sank, the worse my already rough relationship with my dad got. Years of fights and hurtful words, of constantly feeling like a disappointment had me hiding further and further behind my walls. I was angry at him and I was angry at God, because if I couldn't make my earthly father happy, how was I supposed to please my heavenly father? All this weight dragged me down even further, straight into anxiety, depression, and self-harm. I had no hope. I felt totally alone and completely worthless. Countless nights were spent on my knees before God, begging him to pull me out of the depths. Yet part of me didn't truly want to be saved. I let no one in. I was full of self-hate, bitterness, and hurt. I didn't want to be alive, but was terrified that if I ended things, I'd be sent straight to hell. I'm so thankful for the people that stuck by my side during those years, especially my mom. She was the first to figure out how bad things actually were with me and immediately tried to get me some help. She never gave up on me when I kept falling, even when she didn't fully understand. When I would try to isolate myself and push her away, she would push back, refusing to let me go. This often frustrated me to no end, but I am now so incredibly grateful that I was blessed with such a strong and stubborn mother. On one of the darker nights I'd ever experienced, I was crying out to God to rescue me from my own black thoughts, thoughts that were screaming at me that it was better for everyone to just end it all. I yelled at God for some sort of acknowledgement. Didn't he realize I was drowning and I needed him to save me from myself? I began frantically searching the Bible for some kind of hope or comfort. And that is when I found Isaiah 43. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I've called you by name, you are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through fire, you shall not be burned and the flame shall not consume you. Because you are precious in my eyes and honored and I love you. I love you. I lay there curled in a ball, sobbing tears of joy and amazement. I was precious to this holy, perfect God, despite all the ugly, smothering darkness inside of me. He loved me and I was his. This night was the first of many where I slowly began to see my worth in Christ and how beautiful a relationship with him could truly be. I started to understand his incredible gift of grace that was freely given to me, that it wasn't about what I did, but what he had done for me. I began pouring into the word with a passion that was very new to me. I let go of friendships and negative habits that were pulling me in the opposite direction and slowly started letting people in. I quickly became convicted of areas of unforgiveness in my heart, primarily directed at my dad. God showed me how this was affecting so many different parts of my life and reminded me of my call to forgive no matter the circumstances. 
He helped me look past my pride so that I could see my own many ways that I had hurt my dad with my attitude and my hurtful words. For a while, I tried to resist God's many nudges to address this, but eventually I stopped pulling a Jonah and began to actively work at forgiving my father. God removed the bitterness and hurt in my heart a bit more each day and replaced them with love, compassion, and eventually a desire for reconciliation, something I'd never thought there would be hope for. But I had underestimated our God of hope, the God who binds our wounds, who restores us and refreshes our souls, the God who is so perfectly, endlessly patient with a girl who some have occasionally called a tiny bit strong-willed, the God who is capable of repairing any relationship, no matter how far gone it may seem. That God worked miracles in both myself and my dad, and I trust with my whole heart that he will continue to move in us and through us and strengthen our relationship. I can say today with absolute confidence that God is doing big works because my parents flew all the way from out east to witness my baptism today instead of hitting up the beaches of Costa Rica. <laughs> Christ has filled my heart and soul in the last five years with a genuine happiness and contentment I never thought I would experience. The dark days are far and few between now, and no longer do they feel hopeless. He's blessed me with incredible godly friendships unlike any I've ever had. People who support me and challenge me and continually point me to Christ. He took away my fear of death and replaced it with awe and amazement at the thought of spending eternity with my Savior. I don't know what the rest of my life entails, but I know that through the ups and downs, I will have my faithful Savior to trust in and hold on to. And I look forward to being challenged by him every day and trying to bring him glory in all I do. So today I am up here before you to declare that I am not my own, but belong body and soul in life and in death to my faithful Savior, Jesus Christ. I have been set free from the darkness and set free to live in his glorious light. That's Josh. Um, this is Erica's brother, Josh, and his wife, Hannah. Erica, it's been so beautiful to um, <clears throat> just watch your relationship um, with God grow and your love and um passion and just how open you are to like, share what you're going through and um, share your journey with others and that's been really special just to be a part of um, over the last couple of years. Um, when I was thinking about what scripture to read today, the one, um, the verse in John 14 kept coming to mind about God's peace um, and then I went back and read the whole chapter and it um, the last 16 verses of it mentions three times how if you love me, you will keep my commandments. And I thought that was so beautiful because today you um, are getting baptized and obeying God's commandment um, in that. And it's not just an act of like blind obedience, but it's showing your love for him. Um, so I'm going to read a couple of verses out of that chapter um, from verse 23. Jesus answered him. If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. Whoever does not love me does not keep my words, and the word that you hear is not mine, but the Father's who sent me. These things I have spoken to you while I am still with you. But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to, you, and, and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. 
I've known you a while, and it's been uh, good to see you grow in all the different uh, areas of your life, and really just taking this step today too is really, um, yeah, just an act of obedience that you're growing in your faith, and we've seen so many changes from when you're in grade school, that stubborn, curly-headed uh, person, and then in high school, and now here, and just through your whole walk along the way, it's been really, really uh, amazing to see you grow in your faith. Amen, if I pray. Father God, we thank you for today. We thank you for this uh, profession of faith here, this active obedience in which um, Emerson, in which Erica are both taking the next step of faith and being baptized, and we pray that you would fill that you'd fill Erica, that you'd fill Emerson, you'd fill them with your Holy Spirit, Lord, you'd fill them with uh, the joy and the peace which only you can bring to somebody's life. And we ask that, uh, Lord, you just be with them. God, I thank you for my sister. I thank you for um, the woman that she is becoming. And I thank you for her story, too. In Jesus' name, amen. Erica, is it your desire to live for Jesus and follow him the rest of your life? Yes. Erica, I baptize you upon confession of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.